BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Hey girl, hey! Welcome to Taste of Taylor, my weekly podcast. I'm your host, Taylor Strecker of the live daily talk radio show, The Taylor Strecker Show. So here's the deal. On my radio show, we're like married up in there, okay? Yeah, like till death do us part. Or until you want a divorce. Totally up to you. But this podcast is where we date. Yes, you date me. You like, you get to know me. You try me on. You feel me out. And this is where I get to woo celebs, tastemakers, and influencers into falling in love with me. Anyone who knows me knows I'm like a professional social climber. And yeah, I wear that title like a badge of honor. But for reals, my favorite part of being in the radio industry for 12 plus years is getting to meet interesting, inspiring, and exceptional people and getting them to talk about the pettiest things in the world. So if you love real talk with a touch of cattiness and a ton of laughers, then you're in the right place. I hope you enjoy this little snack. Hey girl, hey. Welcome to another episode of Taste of Taylor. It's my weekly podcast where I get to like do a deep dive with interesting people, influencers, tastemakers, bravo celebrities. I don't even say celebrities because I like don't even bother with like, like other ones aside from bravo celebrities. Um, and today, speaking of bravo, I've got my boys of Watch What Crappens. Ben and Ronnie. Hey, boys. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. Hi. 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 Look at us getting so gay so quickly. I know. <laughs> We're in these, like, really leany chairs. Aren't you cozy? So, yeah, I'm, like, comfortable. I know. I'm, like, uh, I mean... Spoiler alert, we We're three of us over. the three of us went and got drunk at the Regency last night. We got like, fucked up. Less than twelve <laughs> hours. Less than twelve hours ago, and we are like basically running on fumes at the moment. No, I'm literally a dead person and I just came off a two hour live radio show. <laughs> I wanna I wanna kill myself. <laughs> I'm it like, is. why did we do this? We knew we were getting drinks last night. I know. We all fully agreed to this time. But we're idiots because we all we all fool ourselves, right? Because we were all like, let's meet early and go early. We all need sleep. <laughs> you know, we'll have two martinis. That's yep. the limit. Two. And then we go home. I thought I was going to have one, honestly. But what, it wait, turns I... into going early and then staying out until it closes. Wait, anyway, what time? I think I, think I got home around 12 a.m. Uh, I think it was like 1. For, we got I think it was 1. 30, I think. Oh, yeah. my God. I got pizza. Did you get pizza? I had a terrible bodega sandwich. That's, oh, yeah. what a waste. I didn't have anything. I was hoping to throw up because <laughs> yeah. I'm overweight and so for me I was like, oh my god, I'm wasted. Maybe my diet will work tonight. It did not. Yeah. I was stuck with my choices all day. <laughs> we ate so many nuts. We were eating candy nuts. Yeah. Like, nuts. It was basically like playing Russian roulette with our teeth. I mean, it was like every, like it's like candy nut, candy nut, candy nut, like Something made of copper. I mean, it was, it was like some of those nuts were so hard. I know. They were like nuts and bolts. Yeah, it was terrible. Um, I also, um, I woke up this morning and I was like, oh, look, I got a Nestle Crunch bar. So that was nice. Oh, that's a nice surprise. Also, remember what I did last <laughs> night? 
while Ronnie, you were out smoking, I went and bought a ticket to Once on this Island I remember. I was, I was there to witness it. So now I'm going to see Once on this Island on Saturday <laughs> by myself. I love that show. I've seen Once on this Island. It's one of my favorites. I still listen to it. Okay, so obviously these guys know Bravo like the back of their fucking hands. Yeah. So when oh my did you, God, I have a freckle. When did you fall in love with Bravo each? Like when was that, that pivotal moment when you were like, I, I am in? I think it was in 2007. I flew to Paris and um, Vicky Gumbelson and Tammy Knickerbocker were on my plane, <laughs> and we waited in Charles de Gaulle Airport together for our bags. And I said, you know what? I think it's time for me to start watching Real Housewives because I feel like this is this is an important moment, and I don't feel the gravity of it. <gasps> Amazing. That was a sign. Um, <laughs> That's I used truly to it. watch Project Runway and loved it. That, that was oh yeah, yeah. Project it, Runway. I sorry. It on the site, and I was running. <laughs> I was, I was running a TV site, and. Th- those, I mean, those were just the most fun recaps to do. Yes. You know, I love them. And then uh, the housewives started coming out, and they were taking over the site. I mean, they immediately, yeah. everybody was into That's... housewives. They'd have thousands of comments. And I was like, no. Okay? No. Yeah. I watched Desperate Housewives, which is written by intelligent people, and it's a <laughs> revolution of yeah. a show, whatever. And uh, I was like, I'm not watching that shit. And these people are crazy. Like, I would look at Vicky, and I'm like, that is not a Desperate Housewife, okay? Give me yeah. a Terry Hatcher. Right. I didn't get it. But I never watched them either. Right. Yeah. And then Ben asked me, why did I first watch so it? I, think I, ben, I, I can tell oh, you no. why I first watched it. And this because, is about how Watch What uh, Happened was one, born. Beverly Hills came on, and that was like the newest one. And oh, I was wow. like, well, if I'm going to keep my title at this website, I better start covering the biggest shows, you know? Yeah. Right. So I took, I started with episode one of Beverly Hills, and then I was like, oh, yeah. okay. Uh-huh. Yeah, and yeah. then and then what was the course of action there for like Beverly Hills? And then you had to like, but you had to go back. Like, oh, like Orange County had been on for years at that point. Well, Orange County, I watched the first season of it. Brutal. And I didn't watch two or three. I still haven't seen two or three to this season day. Season three was good. Did you ever watch Miami? Oh, every season. We I love every Miami. Season We've watched, I've watched. We've been doing this a long time. Yeah. Oh every I've watched every Miami. season. I've watched every season, every episode of The Housewives starting from season three of Orange County. Holy shit. Because basically what happened was. Like after that, like plane ride thing, I was like, I really should start watching this. I was, I had my blog at that. I, I still have a blog called bsideblog.com, which I, I, know, I like, like technically do too. Yeah, like I updated like twice a year. Look, we and all at that time, monsters. Yeah, well, we were God. like, look. So Ron and I, our background is that we were TV re- recappers, and mm-hmm. so I actually used to recap the hills very religiously. <gasps> I mean, oh and, God. And so that's for another plot. You got to come back. Time. We got to talk about. So that. It always, it's the same thing as what Ronnie was saying. Like I was always be covering the hills, and um, so. I had my friends and I. We had started a website called TV Gasm. That's how Ronnie and I know each other. TV Gasm. Mm-hmm. TV yep. Because Ronnie came on as a writer, and on the hill uh, on TV Gasm, I would write recaps of the hills, and those recaps were like they just took off like wildfire. I'm they sure. had like a thousand comments. Like it was just so huge. I left TV Gasm in like 2007, and then a year later, I started my own personal blog. I was like, well, I'm back to blogging. I'm gonna start doing my hills recaps again. And they just were getting no traffic. I was like, "What happened? This used to be popular, <laughs> and like <laughs> no happened? one cared about no one cared about what I had to say about the hills anymore." And so then, uh, well, people I, literally just can't be like a different website. Yeah, they were not able to go from. TV I can Guzman. type that into my browser, and yeah. it will take me there. Like people literally, you, you have to put it in front of them, or yeah. they will not eat. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So I then was like, "Well, I was like." Real Housewives, I, I dabbled in it a little bit. I thought it was sort of slow and boring. Uh-huh. And then my friend my friend Jason was very much like, you have to watch, you have to watch, you have to watch. And then I, I was on this flight, and I was like, I really feel like I should. If I had listened to him, I could have, like, 
picked up on so much more. Like I was like I was on a plane with Vicky Gumbelson and like I didn't oh I wasn't God, able to totally appreciate spied. that. Exactly. So then I was like, okay, I'm gonna start watching. So season three, I started watching and I started recapping it on my site and it started to take off. Yep. I was like, oh, I guess this is gonna be my thing is to, is recapping Housewives. So then once you start like recapping and you start getting on it, you have to start watching it more and the more you watch it, the more you get into it. Next thing you know, then you're next hooked. thing you know, you're selling out theaters. Do you think the com- the comedy world hates us podcasters now coming into their t- their turf? No, I don't think that they see it as a threat, really. I think they look at it. We went to the uh, just comedy for festival Just for Laughs in um, Montreal. Montreal. Mm-hmm. And everyone was super nice to us. Yeah. But in that, like, what the fuck do you do? Like, <laughs> they don't understand. Some of them like, don't understand Some of yet. them would literally be like, a podcast? What's it about? Housewives? <laughs> okay, bro. Good for That's you. Because you know? there were also like YouTube people. Like I met a guy who does reviews of YouTube shows. I don't yeah. get that. And he has millions of, it's... and he's like, brah, I've got like 13 million followers. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, what do you do? And he's like, I review other, you know, it's like, how did they get here? But for YouTube people, you know, he's like, you know, PewDiePie, et cetera. And I'm like, PewDiePie. what does et cetera do? Thinking that that was like an actual... Because, you know, PewDiePie, who would think that's real? <laughs> What's a PewDiePie? He's like, you know, PewDiePie, et cetera. And I said, who's et cetera? What do they do? Because I'd heard about PewDiePie. And he's like, no, dude. <laughs> Others. The word. <laughs> yeah. Um, and more. <laughs> yeah. So there's, it's everything now. And nobody really understands what we're all doing. But it's cool to go into that community and just hang out and laugh my ass off with yeah. people. Right? You know, it, was cool. it was also cool to sort of like prove ourselves a little bit because, you know, Going to Just for Laughs, it's all comedians, and they've like been like slaving away for years on the road, and we come in out of nowhere, and we just are like doing these big venues that they've t- taken like twelve years to get up to. If they even and get to, so I, I, you know, I'm sure there's probably like a feeling like, who are these guys? And then when we say we're doing a podcast about Real Housewives, the funny thing is like a lot of comedians with their podcasts. They're like, I'm funny, funny, but now you get to see the sensitive side of me. Right. So they have like very serious podcasts. Right. But we're no like, one wants to hear that shit. But like, it was. We it was, want to talk about. What do you think about your comedy? Where does it come from? Yeah. <laughs> so then we come in with a Housewives podcast like, huh? Like we don't fit in with like like the straight white dude comedy yep. that's uh-uh. like, you know. And so we come in and then we did our show and we had like listeners there like like waiting for us and like a cheering VIP, when, when we walk out. Shit, and, right? and people are like watching and, and Ronnie said he saw like Mark Marin from across the room being like, huh? He's, yeah, you know he has Mark Marin face. He's like, and one time I did stand up at um, comedy comedy store, uh-huh. and it was the same thing. He came in and watched me, and he was like, "Huh?" And he was like, "Nice set." Yeah, <laughs> like, like what? <laughs> <laughs> like he's always going, "Who are you?" Like nobody, and that's the point, you know. And it's so but much that's fun. The and I have to of say, this. it makes it more fun, honestly, yeah. for right? me, because you don't get to get really a big head about it. It's mm-hmm. a podcast. At the end of the day, it's still a pod. Like people treat us great at these shows, but oh, it's yeah. not like we're walking into grocery stores and people are, you know, not taking yet. pictures. Not yeah. yet. Not no, yet. but you know, it's like you. It keeps your feet on the ground. It's like you get to feel great and do what you want to do, and then go home and go to bed yeah. and walk around in holy underwear and like holy <laughs> underwear. Because even the other podcasters don't really know. Like we've met a lot of podcasters at these events who are like. You talk about what now? 
They don't get it. Yeah. Honey, you like guys a are the right spot. hipster podcast movement. Oh, fuck that. So LA has yeah. tons no! of like Nerdist <laughs> and um, Earwolf. Well, Earwolf is con- I mean, but like a every, lot of but even really the comedy good is like podcasts, very obviously, are coming out of LA. Right. So when we go there and we see these festivals and stuff, it's just funny because even there, we're just kind of off to. They're like, put them yeah. in a different hallway. When we did, when we did the LA the LA podcast festival like three years ago, like there were all these podcasts and they're all like, they were all basically being run by like hipsters and like yeah. people who are like in UCB just like like let's just like have sardonic comments about things and then we were there talking about reality TV. They literally put us all the all the like podcasts were in these conference rooms all in this one main area and us we we were like across the lobby like down a hallway to the left in this <laughs> tiny little room. They like didn't know they literally did not know where to put us in with this with this festival. And we got like 30 people that showed up, you know. We didn't fit in, but it's kind of like fun to be like, but now look where we've where we've gotten, you know. Fuck. Yes, are you kidding me? And it's the power of it. you guys are hysterical. Also, so obviously the recaps, yes, people people want to talk shit about, they want to watch the shows, they want to talk shit about the shows, but your impersonations are so fucking terrible. good. Oh. So They're good. Terrible. They're so oh good. Who, who are your favorite ones to do for each of you? Ramona for me. Okay, do. Whoa, that's crazy. I can't believe you want me to do Ramona right now. Sorry. Sorry. It's not right. It's the very day classic Duane can't make me do these things, Okay. <laughs> I just Ronnie. want to hug you because I love fluffy people. <laughs> like I love fluffy dogs, darling. <laughs> like Lisa. Oh, Lisa Rinna's really funny. <laughs> just her laugh. Own it, baby. Own it, baby. <laughs> I like doing Shannon Bedore also. Oh, yeah, too. David, Shannon. David, well, uh, well, I was having a lovely day today until I was reminded that Vicky Gunnelson made me gain 60 pounds. <laughs> but I'm happy. Ha, I'm happy. You know what it is? It is the delivery, yes. But it's the things you choose to uh, use as their identifiers that we all know as the audience. We're like, that moment was so fucking stupid. <laughs> it's well, just I've the decided absurdity. to go on this diet. I need to cut my vicaries down to 1500 or less a day. <laughs> <laughs> so you guys talk shit on your podcast, which is the, the, mo- the best thing about it. How does that affect your social lives when you're like meeting these uh, Bravo celebrities? Like you become friendly with bra- the Bravo celebrities, and you actually—I mean, my, so my best friend is Stassi Schroeder. Ever heard of her? And it sh- is my does that. birthday. <laughs> Who does that? <laughs> Seriously? Who does that? And she fucking loves you guys. Cut she loves your face, podcast. Feed it to a turtle, wait for the turtle to shit it out. <laughs> if you with keep it. talking about Stasi, I am literally going to slice you in the gut and take your intestines and make a seesaw out of them. But she loves her podcast. Loves it. Loves it because she can handle She's it. She's been really good to us. Yeah, right? She's yeah. fucking awesome. She's, She's been really, really outs. good to us. And she gives us shout really helped us grow and stuff like that. And it's genuine because she loves what you guys do but like so she's well, she's someone like who can be Stassi cool with that are, we're like people like that you know we're smart asses she's a smart ass yep yeah, uh, Lisa Rinna. We, yeah. Like, we get along with smart ass. Leanne likes it. She's a smart ass some of the times people will be told by these people like Lisa Rinna will say hey you should listen to this podcast well Erica Jane is not going to find it as funny as Lisa Rinna does and, you know and what well, I mean? do you think it's because that's because that's on Erica Jane or is that because you guys Erica just Jane. happen to go harder for Erica well Jane? we go hard on her but she also 
takes herself, herself seriously. seriously. Yep. And for and another criticism I have of Erica Jane, for someone who's all about like, oh, I love the gays, I love the gays, and she's always repeating gay stuff, like gay like quips and things like that. She has like no sense of humor. Like, how do you? How are you surrounded by so many gays and have like no sense? I of know humor? she takes herself so fucking seriously. We she, saw her. She hangs out with these people. She hangs out with serious gays. That's why. She, <laughs> she, well, a lot of these Bravo people do take themselves so seriously, and our whole thing is taking the piss. You know. Yes. So it's hilarious to me when I meet people that you would think would be rad, like. Vicky seems like she would be rad, Gundelson. but she will sue your ass. Yeah. You know, <laughs> like they take themselves so seriously, and so they don't like it. But no one's really ever. We don't socialize really with the people from the shows yeah. that you much. Don't. Over Who the years, you? we've met people. Ariana. Ariana. Yeah, Ariana. We become friends I had with Ariana and Tom. Catherine Dennis. We like Ooh, yeah. Lisa Rinna, but we don't like go to lunch or whatever. Yeah. Right. We don't see these people um, all the time. Yeah, we make like friends when we see them or they're in town doing press Well, they're also fans of your work, so it, that makes sense. Yeah, you we like, you know, and we have fun together, but yes. we're, it's not like a, Catherine, call me and tell me about how your kids are. No, <laughs> yeah. Like that. Let's like, go out hey, and get Ronnie, fucked up together. Hey, that diet going, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah, let's get fucked up together. But, uh, how, what's like the most uncomfortable, like, encounter you've had with the Bravo Library? Like, did they email mm. you or like, you know... Hey guys, it's time to take a quick break for one of our brand new sponsors for this podcast. It's Smart and Sexy. Ever heard of them? Well, you're about to, and they're awesome. So confidence comes from underneath, especially when you're wearing a comfortable and well-fitted bra. You're going to look and feel good. I feel like a slob kebab when I have a bad-fitted bra, or it's super uncomfortable, and it just like totally distracts you from life. That's why Smart and Sexy designs fabulous Fashionable pieces aimed towards comfort with features like uh, soft cups, comfortable straps, support where you need it, and the best, side and back smoothing. Like, oh, bane of my existence. When you get that blub hanging out, nope, they got it covered. Oh, God. And the best part is smart and sexy bras uh, come in over 50 sizes and are all under $24. Like, hello, heaven. Anyway, right now, Smart and Sexy, the company founded by and run by women, is offering Taste of Taylor listeners 30% off your first order. Just go to smartandsexy.com to find your new favorite bra and get 30% off your first purchase with promo code Taylor. That's smartandsexy.com, promo code T-A-Y-L-O-R for 30% off qualifying purchases now. And now, back to the podcast. Well, we had a, one a couple of weeks ago where someone got offended and I just wrote back like, <laughs> you know, we're fans of the show. We get why you would be offended. I get it. But it's I not made know for so you. I want to know so bad. We, we're, we're actually really good about not being messy like that. Yeah. In terms of like, well, one public one was Ashley Borders from Southern Charm Savannah. Did, I, did you ever I, watch I've that? I've never watched it. Should I? No. 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 So, <laughs> But the first year it came out, it was pretty funny because it was so different. And they had this little straight guy who was totally gay. You know, it was like he was hilarious. And then her, this girl named Ashley Borders, who is just reality TV gold, you know, just starting problems with everybody. She's like, I went out with all the boyfriends and played strip golf. Oh, okay. So I saw the, that one episode. Yeah. I saw that yeah. one so all episode. the girls were like, what? So we're ragging and ragging on this girl and the, the straight gay. <laughs> and um, just going off. And people from the smaller shows listen because nobody's really covering their shows. Right. So they're like, what do people think about the show? So they listen. Because you and cover then, it all. Yeah. Yes. So 
and you know it was like an hour and a half recap of a 40 minute show you know typical so there was a lot of shit talked mm-hmm. so he makes a tweet like himne, himne, or whatever and I don't even remember what it said but in my mind that's what it sounded like he's like how dare you and then she wrote um, hey guys um Love the show, sweeties, but maybe you should really learn a little more about somebody before passing judgment, hun. Yeah. No, 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 sweetie. And so we saved it, and then we just opened the show by saying, uh, listen, people from uh, Bravo. Yeah. Uh, saying, this uh, is not for you. No. Okay? If you're on a TV show on Bravo, turn this off right now. We well, are shit-talking you for fun yeah. with our friends. Like, yeah. this is not for you. Well, Get and, over yourself. And also, Miss Ashley from Savannah, it's like, what do you think happens when you go on a, a reality show? That's what the audience is doing. You guys yeah. are just doing it on a massive platform to she was, she many, many new. listeners. She was new, and I, I mean, I could not, I'm so sensitive, you know, I'm a major shit talker, but I'm a typical bully. If you punch me, I will cry. Yeah, <laughs> I will go to the principal. I have a very find thin find a way skin. to, like, get you in trouble or suspended from school. Like, I'm sensitive, so I got it. Because who wants to sit there and listen to someone call him a dumb hoe for an hour and a half? <laughs> yeah, you know? like, I get it. It's just like it's just not for you. you right. know, move on. Exactly. Exactly. And, but then she came through and she likes it. She wants to come. Well, to now she's because she's not on the show. So right. now all of a sudden she's like, "Hey, y'all." Right. Mm-hmm. So how often do you guys get? Would you say like um I, like people who clap back at you, if you will? Like, is it like a it's weekly thing? Often. Is it a monthly? No. It's so rare. It's so rare like like i i tend to think anyone who thinks that we're being ridiculous just doesn't listen anymore like i think like and like i don't go up to someone who we've talked immense amounts of shit and be like oh hey like i'm never gonna go up to jacks no I'm, you're like run away hell no i will yeah. run away yeah you would I'm run horrible. away yeah, yeah. I would run well away. he also has a bad reputation of being really bad to fans so you will actually i so he's terrified of me because he knows i know all the secrets because it's dossy so he acts whack around me which is like fucking awesome mm-hmm. um and he's that also and, like a crackhead yeah when i started when i started dating a girl he didn't know what to do with it so he was like yo bro your girlfriend's hot it's like i'm not a dude man that's not gonna work he's just so awkward it's so like everyone who takes a picture with him says that he's like always it's like fine i'll take a picture as if he's like meryl streep or something and like you're just like jacks and i don't know and i think this whole like some people it's fun to hate but jacks just hate. Yeah. And now he's like, like rebranding himself as oh this like God. good guy. Yep. yep. Like, no. No. Oh, oh give yeah, me a I'm break. A and I guy. love Britney, so I actually feel bad like hating not him. Not anymore. Not anymore. No, Britney's that no girl more Britney. Who's always calling you like, and then he cheated. Well, yeah, you're with Jax, you fucking yeah. idiot. What do you think is going to happen? <laughs> okay, okay, wait. Who do you think is the worst house husband? Because I can't fucking stand. Man, that is rough. OC, um, what's his face? Shane. Shane. I hate him I, so much. He's annoying, but I think there's some worse ones. He like, looks at her like this. <laughs> Wait, can you verbalize I think that? <laughs> Jim Marchese like, was like, like he's going to murder her? <laughs> oh. He hates her. He looks at her with pure hatred in his heart. And she yeah. hates him right back. I know. She's like, losing yeah. you. And she always has this look on her face like she's smelling a fart. She's like... <laughs> Like it's like watching two dead eels being laid on top of each other on a fish market. But like, 
Uh, I think Jim Marchese is the worst house husband of all time, probably. He was terrible. He was from, like, the dark, the terrible season of New Jersey where they tried to recast it and everyone was terrible that they cast. Wait, who, which one is Jim? I'm totally... You are Marchese, so... If you don't, he was he awful. Was, his Amber. wife was uh, Amber. They were, t they were the in the twins? first season of... Uh, no, no. She was, like, they, breast was that cancer. Season. Yeah. There were the twins and there was a girl named Amber. And her she had it's cancer. Melissa's, Melissa's friend. Yes, yes. And, and he, he was an attorney. Yeah. yeah. yeah and he, he oh, was, and he was so highfalutin and so self-righteous. Terrible. And he was fine on the show. Uh, it was really after the show that he became. He was fraud. There was a New York terrible. Times article about him. Like he was engaged in like a lot of fraud. And oh my god! There was a whole New York Times article about him. It was he late was in the show. He was he like the Spitzer of the housewife yeah. husbands. Like he was like there's Mr. Also, Hypocritical he USA. Was with the there's wives also Jim Bellino. Jim Bellino was pretty terrible. What's he doing right now with this lawsuit? Or no, no, that's Slade, right? Slade and Gretchen? Well, Slade what? is pretty bad, too. Slade is What happened with Slade bad. and Gretchen? I read something that there's, like, a lawsuit going on with OC, and it's, like, old oh, house husbands are waging Jim's. it. They're part, they're of, part Jim's of Jim's So Jim What's is suing, he's like suing, like, Shannon and Tamara. And For what? She so wasn't even on with Sher Shannon. Because they were talking because about Jesus Jones? He was cheating or something. They, said they went on uh, Jeff's show, I think, and were saying something like he's cheating. Or he's a fraud. They said something Jeff about Jeff Lewis's show? Yeah. <laughs> I get so, everybody in trouble. Um, I know, fucking Jeff. And so he's suing them. And then Gretchen and Slade joined the lawsuit because they have texts and emails of these women slandering. And, oh, stop it. Yeah. And, you know, Gretchen is a... They're both nice. We've met those Slade two. And, and they're very nice people. But, God, you wouldn't know it from reading... No. All this shit. It's no. like the thirst. Calm yeah. yourself down. You got fired. You're not coming back. Right. Yeah. Get off everybody else's Instagram. You're embarrassing yourselves, okay? I'm trying to like you. Handing <laughs> over texts and emails I'm to Jim Bolino. I like you. I want to like you. And you're ruining it for you me. You're ruining it. Who do you think is like the... Who is the like the housewife that everyone loves? Who's actually the fucking worst? And people like need to like open their eyes. Oh, I, I always feel Jane. like Erica Jane. Yeah. I she's not the worst, Erica but she's Jane. the one who people love. Who I'm like, I don't get it. Yep, I know. I feel I've, I I felt that way about Bethany for a long time, and I've since given up the fight because she, she, she's like fighting the man. It's too big. I'm well, Bethany's so crazy, glad though. that I'm Bethany's on the show. I think she's great on the show, but she's a fucking monster of, of a human of a being. Human okay? being. Yes, she's and great. I will not walk that back. I don't care. Yep. Yep, she's not a good person. She's a I think, bad, I think she's person. bad person. But here's the thing. That's the thing. It's like, yeah, Bethany is crazy, and so like, but but I feel like she earns a spot. Whereas like I feel yes. like Erica is like, people love it. Like oh, she's fabulous. I'm like, well, she's fabulous, but like, but to what end? Right. And she's also fabulous because she always tells us how fabulous she is. Yeah. You know. Exactly. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Exactly. We saw her. Um, we actually went to like a live like talk with her, and she was talking about like. Erica Jane, and she's talking about herself like it was like like the, the Erica Jane project. Like, this took many years. I'm like, oh my god, please, you put on a tiara. So I, I the, the running theme is, and it's the same with me, and that's why we all get along with each other. Is I like people that take themselves themselves too seriously are my mortal enemies, and people yeah. that can laugh at, but at themselves and self be self uh, be self deprecating. Those are like my kind of fucking people. Yeah, yeah. And that's it. It's a really simple formula. Yeah. The end. The end. Yeah, um, I'm trying to think of other ones who are just big fakeo. I think most of them are so themselves. What shocks me is how 
you can think someone is so terrible and then you go online and see how many defenders they have and the hoops that people will jump through to right? defend mm-hmm. this terrible fucking Well, behavior. you know what it means? They're yeah. a terrible person because they relate to them. That's what. That's yeah. why they're on their side. That's the, well, that's I, my, uh, they see themselves in that person. And they'll literally say in the comments, if when you're reading comments, they'll be like, well, this happened to me with a friend and I can tell you what my friend was yeah. doing. And that was shitty. It's like, yep. but this isn't your friend. Don't this project. This is a different thing. Yeah. And we all project our own things onto these stupid storylines. I think that's why they're so relatable. Yeah. I. By the way, I uh, also would like to say, because like, I, I almost feel bad piling onto Erica Jane so much, so I also would like to say, I think Teresa Judice. Oh, yeah. People are like, people love her, and I do not, like... Yep. She, I, I've, I've actually always disliked her, and I actually don't think she brings a huge amount to this show. She doesn't. She, like, she flipped a table once, season one. She gets into fights, for sure, but she hasn't... She's kind of, like, chilled out over the past, like, three or four seasons, uh-huh. and, like... I mean, last season of New Jersey, what she, I mean, she got into fights then, but it, it's still like, I just think she's a little overrated as like a star housewife. I'm with you. Favorite housewife fight? Oh my, oh my God. God. Where do I, I'm trying to even think. Like, there's so much. Because when you The when New you, York one, I think, was the Berserkshire's first five, I think, was. Oh my God. That's true. <laughs> Which one? There's so many. The, the famous Berkshire's. The one good. with. That was, they're always around that effing table. Dorinda's always slurry drunk and, and mad. Scary <laughs> Island. Scary I mean, Island. we just. Honestly, we just rewatched the this Morocco. Fight with Ray in uh, the dry cleaning party. Yeah. No, that's my favorite fight. <laughs> that was amazing. That's my favorite. Wait, wait, wait. He, he was, you bitch. First of all, he's so gay. How did you know, you bitch? <laughs> How did you know, you bitch? I'm trembling you in my bitch. socks, Lauren. We have poor people. <laughs> You're rude. Wait, who You're was that? That was, that was um, the Countess's, like, fuck oh buddy. Yeah. <laughs> Fighting with Every, Ramona. Ramona. And, <laughs> Every once in a while, every once in a while, someone comes on to these shows. They come on for one episode and they just become icons. And it was like Ray and Allison Dubois. Those are the two like one hit wonders. Came on for one episode and they are like emblazoned in Bravo culture with their fake cigarette. You're gonna die. You're gonna die. I know when her and her children are gonna die. What do you think of that? Like. It's so it's such a special moment when when <laughs> someone comes on a show and you just know we will be talking about this person for the rest of Bravo time and like <laughs> Ray I, they haven't brought him back which nope. is shocking because Alice Dubois won't do it won't, won't come back because she's like she feels her reputation has been ruined but <laughs> well, Ray is like but Ray I feel like he would do it like I don't know why they have not resurrected I don't think Ray they can bring resurrect back. Ray some people bring you can't Ray. some people God. you just can't ensure. <laughs> You know what I mean? Well, they got to get him real fucked up before that. That's, <laughs> that's a key element to him being oh. gold. You bitch. Well, I follow, him on, I, I follow him on Instagram, and he has like the most no, insufferable Instagram. It's hilarious. No, it's no, like, look at me. I've got a Dolce & Gabbana scarf, and I'm standing in front of a glass. It's like, <laughs> you know, you're like, look at my jacket, peasant. Yeah. <laughs> They're all peasants. I'm going to Croatia now. <laughs> He's so ridiculous. Oh, man. Okay. And what are some shows that you feel like are like sleeper sneaky so good that like if somebody's listening right now and they pretty much like watch like One Housewife or whatever and you're like, you've got to give Blank a chance. And it's currently still airing? No, just whenever because we can on demand the shit out of it. Well, um, oh God, Gallery so. Girls is oh. is the cult classic. Oh my God, yeah. I hate those bitches so much. I can't. I interviewed no, them. I wanted to fucking murder them on the spot. They that were awful. Just, that's that's such, a great endorsement for it. They're everything. <laughs> they're everything you fear millennials are. Yeah. 
I'll only drink wine if it's from Oregon. Yeah, it's so <laughs> like that show, people don't realize the gold that came out of every single frame of that show is so amazing. But the thing is, this Gallery Girls has a cult following. I think the show we mentioned it a million times. Exactly. That was where the cult. Yeah, <laughs> I think the show that was on Bravo that was really the most overlooked was Game of Crowns. That was. Didn't even you don't even know. don't even know about it, right? It's no, like a Housewives I, of Long Island, basically. It was it was women who compete in Mrs. America, like the <laughs> shut up. The but they're all it was all based in Eastern Connecticut and Rhode Island. No, no, no. And it was like oh, Rhode Island. Rhode it Island. was it was honestly, it actually it, the reason why I don't think it worked on Bravo is that it actually felt a little bit more like a TLC show. But I'm telling you, yes. this show Game of Crowns, it was every episode was comedy. It was there was like. A, death threats they were making against each other they were like they were so cr- the, the first episode they um they so but it's about these women who all compete in mrs america i can't they went to tucson mrs mrs yeah, period there they went to tucson and they like flew they were in like the southwest terminal in tucson and two of them wore the same tacky ass jumpsuit because they had the same stylist who fucked them over by giving them the same st- so they show up at baggage claim in Tucson and like why are you wearing my jumpsuit why are you wearing my jumpsuit they start to scream at each other in those tacky jumpsuits in the Tucson airport and that just set the tone for the entire series it was hilarious Princesses Long Island hello yes. Chanel Omari comes on my radio show and co-hosts with me she does she doesn't she Tell goes Coco Loco you. you do oh my god I love this she goes Coco Loco on the show bring up like oh. anything about like disloyalty and she becomes a completely different person I love yeah. it yeah because she, she was like the lead you know she's like this is my story <laughs> yeah and they all had it where they're like sitting in, on their headboards you know in front of their headboards like Here's how I feel. Am I too young? Am I too old to not be married? <laughs> like, her thing was, like, to be loved. And she's, like, the normal one who anchors yeah. the show. Yep. And it's going, it's, everything's going fine. And then it's like, how could you? Whoa. <laughs> yeah. And she went so crazy after somebody. And when you saw Chanel go crazy, it was like, wow. Yeah. That was, and they had Ashley. Ashley. Mm-hmm. That, there's couches on porches in this neighborhood. Out. Meh. Out. Meh. They got in a fight at brunch and she wanted her dad to send her a helicopter yeah. to come pick her up. Hey, girly, it's time for another break from one of our sponsors. I'm actually really excited about this new sponsor. It's a vagina friendly sponsor, Sustain. So what exactly do I mean by vagina friendly? Well, Sustain only makes products that are organic, vegan, fair trade, sustainably made, and of course, free of synthetic ingredients commonly found in other brands. Sustain is a one-stop shop for vagina friendly essentials from condoms, lube, to period products. And they really want women to know what we're putting in our freaking vaginas and our bodies. You see how picky I'm about my shoes and they only go on my feet. It's like, hello, are we crazy up here? This is the, like, this is inside of our bodies. Anyway, and they want to give us good options. So thank you very much, Sustain. Sustain is a service that you can subscribe to online, uh, but a subscription is not required. Either way, their products are delivered to your door, which I love because I am a 13 and a half year old and I get nervous every time I have to buy anything from my vagina because I feel like all the cashiers thinking about is my vagina. Well, you don't have to worry about that with Sustain. And the best part is Sustain gives 10% of their profits to women's health 
healthcare organizations. So right now, listeners of Taste of Taylor can get 20% off your first one-time order and free shipping when you sign up at sustainnatural.com and use code Taylor at checkout. That's sustainnatural.com, promo code T-A-Y-L-O-R for all-natural, vagina-friendly products that put women's bodies first. And now, back to the podcast. In terms of shows that are currently airing, I actually think even though people are catching on to it, there's still a lot of people who haven't caught on to Real Housewives of Dallas. Like, Real Housewives of Dallas I is was really... a late bloomer. I just, I, I, I binged it, so now I'm, like, fucking psycho-obsessed. And, like, I saw them at the OK Magazine party, and I got weird, you know? Yeah. Like, I was like, I couldn't possibly. They're so beautiful and amazing. But I hated season one. It, it was, I had to, like, I kind of was at looking at my computer half the time, because I was like, I fucking hate... I hate all this. I hate the poo storyline. Yeah, the poo storyline was too it's much. Wicked, stupid. I, I loathe Stephanie and Brandy season one. I really yeah. like Stephanie now. And I feel like I have to like Brandy because I met her. So, I, you know, you see, it, it ruins it. It ruins it. But yeah. I know you guys don't like Brandy. And I think you're right. I think you're right. Well, the thing is this. What people don't realize. Season one was not great. Like, I, I actually, I liked it. Ugh. But it's, I always tell people start with season two because you don't yeah. really need season one. Although yeah. you do miss out on a great storyline that involves Leanne shooting in a basket. But, um, <laughs> that ends in like a murder threat. But, um, but These hands. But, oh, that was season two. But I will say like oh, people, who have, people who have caught on to Dallas know that it's actually right now currently performing like a, in terms of like quality. It's it's one of the varsity level ones. Like it's it's probably like number two for me behind um, New York. Wow! I, mean, I just think that that's a wow. hilarious show. Yep. It is really firing on all cylinders. They've got a great cast, and they are, they have great cast chemistry, and they are they're really they 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 know they they like know how to like mix it up. And then what's a show like when you guys have to watch? You're like, ugh. <laughs> Shaws. Like, I mean, Shaws has gotten Shaws is fun to talk about generally but god that show it's i mean after four episodes i'm like fuck you yeah <laughs> fuck you you're cool you. yeah you're cool you know, <laughs> but they're uh they're horrible people to each other they are so mean and yeah. these shows i mean i know they're about fighting and whatever and people think that's that's what keeps them going i don't think that's what keeps it going i think the funny scenes and having friends like the best things about the fights are seeing friends who stick together no matter what, Thick like trying to get out of stuff. Yep. Yeah. And I respect that in a housewife, and I respect it on and on any reality show. And the Shaws just have no loyalty. None. They're terrible people. <laughs> they yeah. act like they're making all this money on their but they're own not when doing they're obviously getting right all this either. money from their parents. Like, who has this much money? Yeah, parents. You know, it yeah. makes no sense. I just, I respect that. I don't respect them. What about uh, the fact that Thomas Ravenel is not going to be coming back to Southern Charm? You think, what do you think is going to happen? I'll believe that when I see yeah. it. Yeah. I, I think, uh, I will say that, you know, this season was so good just because it had been a long time since there had been like a, like a real potent villain on the show. Yes. It's amazing what that can do to a, to a, to a season. Ugh. I think we're going to, I think we'll have like a, a perfectly fine <laughs> next season, but, but we're like, there's no real villain. So it's going to be, it'll probably be like watching... Shep get a dog or something. Ugh, or Austin no. gonna like get packaging for his beer, no. and Chelsea's gonna like. I'm thinking about buying a new brush from us alone. Well, Southern Charm should be one of the most boring shows on TV. Yeah. It I mean, should, but it I, isn't. I remember watching the first season, being like, "Why the fuck are we watching that? It's like old guys from the golf club. That's why hitting on twenty so year olds. Like genius. this is disgusting. I don't want to watch this. Yeah. <laughs> but it's like a different kind of asshole, rave, right? But man, it was fun to make fun. You know, we just cared like the Southern Charm and stuff. Were really fun to make fun of. Southern Charm like hit a Southern Charm sort of gets 
it, there's a different vibe of Southern Charm. It's like very character oriented, uh-huh. and um, this season it really hit a new level in terms of like we know us with our listeners. I think really because of Ashley, I think people yeah. were so invested. People are still like posting on our Instagram, like a comments being like, fuck that bitch. I'm like, the show has been off the air for no, a few months. No, you bring her up, but like this, the hair on the back of my neck is standing up. I fucking hate her. Like, I yeah. want to. Yeah. But people were She's invested. A human being. Our, our largest, like in terms of like social media, the, the, the things that we post about Southern Charm, especially about Ashley, those got more response than anything we've ever posted before. Like, Damn. it's our largest post ever on Instagram, all have to do with Ashley. That's crazy. So, of, like, the moral what? of the story is a good villain is like, it, it, it is liquid gold. The, I mean, it, it is a necessary best. component to a great reality TV show. And it's good storytelling. Yep. Doesn't matter yeah. if it's reality TV or not. You need a, you need a, a protagonist and, and an antagonist. Let's not discount the music. The music on that show. Oh, it's my favorite part. Like it's that. like. This is like someone wiping down a counter. Yeah. <laughs> I'm hoping that Cameron is like a little bit more present next season. excited for like the most mundane things. Yeah. I actually think Cameron is is like a Kyle Richards. Um, I think that she's kind of like, she's she's too, like she she actually makes you think she's self-deprecating in real, but I don't think she is. I think she's so calculated right, when she puts she's out. she's self-deprecating about fake things right like she, she's like, well, she's like i just ate too much i don't know how to exercise <laughs> Bullshit. You, do, you have a pilates body bitch yeah like, no yeah. one is just born without but she's funny like, enough that she gets away with it every yeah day. stop fucking eating tater tots and she's shit every fucking relate. episode i yeah, hate it it's she's like trying to relate it's like, to you know women who eat but which she but doesn't fun- obviously but, right but i think though she's funny and so, since she's funny, she can still do do what she she wants to do. She, True. If she weren't being funny, I'd be like, okay, bitch, enough. But she's funny, so I'm like, you know what? I still love her. I know, right? I yeah. mean, I like her, but yeah, she she's snotty, and that's why I like her because she does remind me of that snotty southern girl who's just always got it together. Who's like, oh, really? That's what you're wearing? Of course you are. <laughs> Come on, Ronnie. <Ronnie."> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which I, I love. I've that girl a million times. I love that. I feel like I could sit and be shitty with too, her. I do too, but she's really, I mean, on the wrong side of everything always. Oh, yeah, no, like when Thomas was like, you guys are being, she stands you're, you're, by you're, the you're, you're being um, sanctimonious uh, bitches, basically. Is that, is that what he called them? It was her and um, Squinty Eyes. What's her fucking name? I can't with her. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, maybe I'm in love with you. <laughs> <laughs> See my thoughts on room.com. <laughs> I guess that's how, do you know that that's how Ashley came on the show? Because of fucking land. You are lying to They're me. They're friends. They're oh. like polo, polo friends in Santa Monica or Santa Barbara. <laughs> <laughs> so, but when he called them out about Catherine, like, you guys are so judgmental. Cameron was so pissed. I was like, you fucking are. So you're not the cool chick. You're the fucking judgy one. Yeah. Which I, I like. She's yeah. always siding against like the women bitch. with the men. With, <laughs> and the men are such pigs. She's like Harvey Weinstein. It's like, me too. She makes and people like, watch her when she showers. When Southern Charm started, I was anti-Catherine too. Because I was like, oh, well, yeah. she's obviously crazy. she's coming on here to get on a reality show. Yes. She's going to do what she has to do and fuck this old guy. Look, do do what you wanted. You have the right. We've but learned. Gross. Like I have no respect for you. <laughs> and then to go for from him to Tom, I was like, no, my head was exploding. Okay, <laughs> so I have to be honest because now I mean, Catherine's like a deity to me. Like I think she's great. She's awesome. But back in the beginning, I had that visceral response, you know. And uh, Cameron seemed to have that as well. 
But it really, over the years, I'm like, that's really unfair because why isn't Whitney the one who's being shamed? That's why is true. the old fucking pig going around using his modicum of power to get 20-year-old Pusay say? Yes. Yeah. That should be grosser than the girl trying to get a job. I mean, whatever. It's all gross, but those guys are disgusting. They're disgusting. Yeah. And I'm sure that they're... If the, I cannot believe there hasn't been a Me Too Savannah yet, or Charles. Oh, there will. I mean, well, we'll kind of right with well, I think that I think this yeah, coming season you know. will be sort of more of a record. Well, they were moving in that direction at the beginning of this latest season because all the girls banded together, and that was actually really great when they all went after JD, and he was like blindsided. <gasps> that was amazing. He was like, ah, back up, JD. They're like, fuck you, JD. He's like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> and he's, I'm you know, JD. a white, straight man. <laughs> yeah. Leave me alone. It was like, <laughs> and, don't, yeah. and don't forget about JD. JD also got in trouble with the law. He also has a big Me Too issue going on, like, a, like another like sexual assault thing from him. So like, He's a naughty, naughty, bad, bad boy boy. They're going to, I think, I think, I think that the producers are finally seeing that the future of the show is actually the women banding together. Yep. It's like Catherine, Naomi, Cameron, Chelsea. We like that. It, it, it was for a long time the bros, the good old boys, which we still need to see. And even though those guys can be, like, disgusting, that's what makes the show fun. Because yep. normally we're watching nouveau reach assholes trying yep. to be like I'm sophisticated like Nene Leakes being like look at me I've got an Armani glove and it's like <laughs> one. great <laughs> just like one and it's like and so like a lot of the comedy from Bravo comes from like people who are like dumb Phonies. and we're like poor who suddenly have money trying to act a certain way right but with Southern Charm it flipped it's like no these are people who are actually like with the exception of like Craig like very wealthy <laughs> people like who have had privilege, privilege but they're trying to it. come off as bros and so, so that's funny. fun it's in like a different a, way and yeah. so i like it's like i i think almost their their ridiculousness has to yeah perform. real real rich people try to pretend they're not rich so they can fit in with poor people you know <laughs> wealth whispers Money talks, wealth whispers. <laughs> Dorinda, Dorinda yeah. You guys, I could literally keep you here for hours. I'm going to let you be free. Thank you so much for joining me. Thank you so Thank much you for, for having, having us. us. So fun. Two so fun. times in two days. I know. I know. I'm like yeah. barely. I am barely surviving right now. I'm like I know. I'm I like need to go home dying. and go to sleep. I know. Take a nap before your live show, you guys. I love you. Thank you for doing my podcast, Taste of Thanks Taylor. Thank you so much. And you guys, if you don't already, check out Watch What Crappens. It's fucking amazing. Thank I mean, you. they can get it everywhere, right? Yeah. And we're on tour all year. Go to watchwhatcrappens.com. Our schedule's there. We're going to go to Seattle in November, Nashville in December, Charleston in January. <gasps> Speaking of. Speaking of. And then of. we all have a bunch of them. Um, we have. We're at least once a month for the rest of up to... Yeah, we will if it, like uh, follow us um, follow us on uh, on Instagram or Twitter. Like Twitter is at what crappens and Instagram is at watch what crappens. Uh-huh. And then when we announce our shows, you can buy tickets there. And we were actually we're we're, we're hashtag blessed because <laughs> we lately we really like something's happened. We've now gotten to next level where like our shows are now really starting to sell out like shit. Like we like the Charleston show we sold out in like a minute. Literally a minute. That's fucking crazy. The, you the, guys are like going to like see Britney Spears. Yeah, it's crazy. That's, like for real. We just we just sold out a show uh, like in L.A. And we just sold out a show in Dallas. So like we you know so we're finding that as like as Look, I as we, my head I'm going crazy. And what happens is people are always like, oh my god, like I didn't realize whatever that you guys were have putting tickets on sale. And so it's like if you just like follow us and then when 
we are we will always say when our shows are going on sale. So that on way you social. don't that way you don't miss out on on getting tickets to stuff. Right, you guys, thank you so much. I'm so I'm like I'm in awe of you. I'm proud of you. I like you. I, I like you. <laughs> oh, that's nice. I'm more proud of you, and congrats on your new. Thanks, honey bun. Yeah. I can't wait to see, like, I hope in, like, cut to, like, 15, 10, 15 years, we're all, like, on our own islands being, like, remember when people said no, podcasting wouldn't make it? I know. And we're, like, so, so fucking rich. That'll be the dream. Vengeance will be ours. Who will be, who will be, the, who will be the worst rich person out of the three of us? Well, uh, me. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. Like, it's already happening. It doesn't even matter how much money I have. I'm the same <laughs> no, Old it's going pizza. I want a cab and cable. Like I li- that's literally all I care about. No, I, it goes right to my head. Right I'll, I'll be somewhere in between. Uh, and you guys, make sure to share this podcast with your friends. Uh, Taste of Taylor. Share it. Uh, like it five stars, not fucking one. I don't want that bullshit. No. Um, rate it. That helps with me moving up the charts, right? That's how it works. Yes, Something yes. Something like that. And subscribe, of course. And like steal people's phones and subscribe for that. Subscribe is actually the biggest thing that moves yeah. up the charts. Subscribe. So just like, like, like literally randomly steal people's phones and just subscribe to Taste yeah, of yeah, Taylor. That's good advice. I'm stealing that. Yeah, take it. Uh, you guys, we'll be back next Wednesday. And uh, thank Thank you for joining me. Bye, guys. Bye. Did you enjoy this taste of me? Want more? Then go to taylorstrecker.com and sign up for my daily talk radio show, The Taylor Strecker Show. Listen live or on demand.